Hello, everybody. <laughs> We're back. We're back. We're back. Yay! After a week of no lunch, plus we are officially and finally. Yes, back. I'm so excited. Are you guys excited? Because we are really excited. Yeah. But guys, we have an awesome week of broadcast for we you today. Do. Like it's gonna be in. Stink incredible. Yeah. It's fresh. It's we're back fresh. and it's fresh. Yeah, we had a week to just kind of relax and now we're jumping in and we're jumping in hard, I guess. <laughs> well, guys, we have an awesome broadcast for you today. Today, we are starting off with Food Mash. We're jumping back in with our Oreo thing. Yeah. <laughs> where we got like interesting, interesting Oreo choices. After that, we have What's Good followed by a time of confessions. After that, we're, we're doing song challenge, mm -hmm. followed by what's the word? We're gonna have a cordial chat, which I just learned what cordial means. What does it mean exactly? What was the definition you were given? Um, I just learned what cordial means. <laughs> it means like a professional kind of like casual chat kind casual. of thing. Really? That, yeah, yeah, that kind of casual and professional at the same time? No. No, no. no. <laughs> Casual is the word I made up. It was like a professional. It's professional. Kind of, it's cordial. A, a professional chat. It's it's cordial. So we're gonna have a cordial chat with Pastor cordial Brian because Pastor Brian's back again. Yay! Guys, it's been a while since Pastor Brian's been here. He, yeah. He's been busy. He's been he has. he's been all over the place from mm -hmm. Mexico to Florida to uh, the oh, beach. I still, I still have a hard time comprehending that he was in Africa for like over a month. That was, oh, yeah. whenever I think of trips, I go back to that one of, man, mm -hmm. remember that Africa trip? He was in Africa yeah. for so long, but he was doing amazing things, amazing ministry, and it was awesome. That's true. Well, guys, hey, help us out. Like and share this broadcast. Get it out. Let people uh, share with your friends. We want to see a lot of people encounter the word today. Priscilla. What? just gave us the definition. Actually, cordial means warm, warm and friendly. The atmosphere what? was cordial and That's relaxed. not what I thought cordial meant. Warm and friendly? I uh, thought it was like the opposite. That's why I was kind of confused. Like, okay, we're having a cordial chat. Really, it means warm and friendly? I guess warm and friendly and professional? I have no idea. <laughs> well, well now, we, now that we know what cordial means. Why does this happen? Didn't this happen last time? What, what was the word? What was the word that we were we had last time that we couldn't figure out what it was? I had used it. It was like, I don't remember. It was like like dense or something like that. Mm -hmm. It was I don't know what it was. But anyway, okay, yes, it's well, time. Well, anyway, oh hello, Pastor Brian. Hi, Pastor Brian said ha 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 ha, just like that. Yep. All right, well guys, now it's time for family chat. So we have some questions for you today. I have absolutely no idea what these questions are. If they're like a, I don't either. So this is going to be completely raw. Yeah. This is going to be our raw answers. We want yep. you to participate as well. Let us know. Say hello in the comments. Say hi. Uh, but respond to these. We want to know what you think about whatever's going to come up on the screen right now. Plus, the hundredth commenter. Oh yeah. Team phone call or team texting. But with that being said, though, the 100th commenter gets a gift card on us. Yeah. So, guys, are you team phone call or team texting? Would you prefer to call someone or would you prefer to text them? That's a... We're, this is going to be a generational gap for sure in the comments. It depends. What? It, yeah. it depends for me. I, I, I actually don't enjoy texting. Um, really? I, I don't. I, I like connecting and I like texting if I can't talk on the phone. 
Or if I don't want to talk on the phone with them, then I'll text. But okay. if it's someone that I'm like friends with, family with, like we're close, mm -hmm. I don't like being like, like I don't like, I, I'm just like, just, or send me a voice message. I'll, I'll just do like, let's do voice messages or something. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know how I just said this is going to be a, uh, a gap, yeah. like a generational gap? Like Kevin says text, Priscilla says text, Johnny says text. Um, Kev Kevin Buck says phone call. Hey, we got a phone call. Um, Priscilla says team Voxer. Oh. That's kind of both, you know. That's, that, that's true. like that middle of the road. That uh, is if, true. If you don't know what Voxer is, Voxer is an app that we use at our church that's basically like a walkie-talkie. So like you basically just kind of send a voice text. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of both. Mm -hmm. um, I would say text um, because like, well, I never liked phone calls. What if you have to relay a lot of information? What if someone's like... As I would, like, personally, I would much rather send a very, very long text. Really? Yeah, but here's the thing. That's kind of not... That's not the proper way to do things. That's not proper communication. Yeah. That should be done in a phone call, which uh, I've learned over the past, because I've, I've sent texts, and it didn't go well <laughs> um, for a serious thing. So, you it's know, true. or emails, like... So I've learned that phone calls are for certain situations, the more mature yeah. way to go. Yeah, if I don't know them, I definitely want to text. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Pastor said, phone without question. Pastor, can you clarify, does cordial mean warm and friendly, or does it mean professional? Because we, yeah. we need this help. <laughs> we we need to know. Uh, Kevin said, texting is not cordial. <laughs> Abby says, Marky's city mug matches the background. Hello. Oh! That is actually funny. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. It's That's a different funny. city, but it is a city. It is a city. It's New York City. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Johnny says, if it's after work, a phone call is fine. Uh, that makes sense. Because, you, you, like, I guess while you're at work, you don't yeah. want to be talking on the phone about things. With That's people. true. All right, what's next? Question. Next, we have team boating or team roller coaster. Those are very different. <laughs> <I know. laughs> those aren't like those aren't like the same on the same page no. at all. It's just two fun things. <laughs> team, uh, team boating, I guess. <clears throat> Actually, no. Team, I don't know. <laughs> They're like, so different. The, the more I think about it, the more I, I'm not sure. See, here's the thing. Growing up, I always didn't like roller coasters. Oh. Um, I've never been on a roller coaster that goes upside down because I was always just too afraid of it. Oh. But now I'm determined because mm -hmm. I'm because I'm like, no, I'm not supposed to have fear. I'm determined next time I go to a place that I'm going to get on an upside down mm -hmm. roller coaster. But I don't. I'm not going to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <I do not. laughs> However, boating is also not fun. I... Well, it depends. It depends. <laughs> Kev, Kev, Kevin's looking at me on the other side of the camera, going, "What?" <laughs> Um, I gotta say team boating. Team, mm -hmm. There's something about being on the water that is so fun and yeah. simultaneously relaxing. That's true. It's, um, and you, it's, it's something you can do every day. Like roller coasters, they're fun and theme parks are fun, but it's not like, it's also, it's not like you can have a roller coaster like at your home or, your, or somewhere you can go. Uh, it's, I don't know. I, I say yeah. team boating. Yeah, I see, I see quite a few roller coasters. Kevin said boating. Johnny says roller coaster. Roller, ro um, I like roller I'd say team boating. Johnny says coaster. Oh, there you go. I like coasters. Co coasters are nice for, you know, your for hot beverages on a wooden uh, table. EO says boating. 
Kevin Bucks is <coughs> boating last long. That's true, That's and you don't have to wait point. in line. That is a very valid point. That's so from Kevin true. Buck. You know what? Because of that, I'm gonna say boating. Because <gasps> hey, we got you on the boating side. There you go. Oh, he said so. Yeah, that's true. Like a roller coaster lasts what, like a minute, and then it's yeah. Done. Sometimes they're shorter than that. Yeah, and it's a minute of like fear <laughs> and and anxiety and like tummy turning, <laughs> while boating is tummy turning is like prolonged times of peace and tranquility. Yeah, and you can go fast or you can go slow. You can't go slow on your roller coaster. That would be super weird. That's true. Uh, Abby said team tubing. Um, I'm assuming that, that's now like that, that is on par with roller coasters. That would be, maybe that's what the question was supposed to be. Like boating, like tubing boating. Maybe that's what it was supposed to be. I don't know. I don't see, uh, like, I don't see a situation where boating and tubing would be the same. No, no, I mean tubing and roller coasters. Tubing and roller coasters are similar. Are they? Because they're both terrifying. It depends on where you're tubing. Like, like if you got if you if you're on like the lazy river. Oh, the lazy river. No, not that. <laughs> no, I mean like you're getting drugged across the water at 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 fast speeds oh, and yeah. trying to hold on for your life, or else you will smack the water and water like will go up your nose to your brain. Like yeah. that's tubing. Okay, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know where I'm at now. But I would still probably say boating. Yeah. Alright, boating. next one. Team dine out or team food delivery? Team dine out or team food delivery? Um, I'm 100% team dine out. Mm -hmm. What are you guys? Mm -hmm. um, I'm definitely team team dine out. Team food delivery. It. I have to be like really just really like I don't want to get off the couch, mm -hmm. and I have those moments. But for the most part, it kind of takes away a little bit of the fun to to to, to not go in. to eat in. Yeah, because yeah, it's. It's, it's, it's an experience. Yeah, you know, exactly. To go out and to eat out. Exactly. Yeah, I'm 100% team, team dine out. Yes. Also, by the time the food gets to your house, it's usually cold anyway. That's true. So. And that drive home is just like, or well, I guess you're not, team delivery, you're not, mm -hmm. you're not driving home. Unless it's pizza. Like having it. Pizza is just suddenly making me question. Because <laughs> pizza is amazing. Less dishes. No, I'm, yeah, I'm dying out. Johnny's dying out. Priscilla is dying out oh, all the a... way. Abby's dying out. Uh, uh, Pastor Brian said, food delivery as long as the mask Nazis are around. <laughs> 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 well, it's funny, like when we were in, uh, in Texas, um, we went to a Mexican restaurant and they had us put a napkin over our face as we walked to the, like three feet to the table. And then we were fine after that. Like, that makes no sense. But um, <coughs> Priscilla says, I like going places. Abby says, dine out. Priscilla, Priscilla says, dine out all the way. Ke like, Kevin Buck does have a really good point when he says, less dishes. Less dishes. Because dishes, yeah. dishes. Unless you have a dishwasher, washer, which I don't, like, I haven't had a dishwasher. Oh, so, like, dishwashers are so important. <laughs> they are so important. <laughs> they are so important. Oh my, that's, my, that's my least favorite chore is dishes, probably. Actually, I don't know. I don't like vacuuming. I don't know why. It only takes a second, but I just, I don't like the process of it. It's like, eh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I understand. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for Family Chat.
Uh, we have an awesome broadcast for you today. We Make do. sure you share and like this broadcast. Get the word out. We have some awesome stuff for you. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to be starting off with Food Mash. We'll see you right there on the other side of this video. I mean, I'm here again. Look at that. Look how cool that is. And they brought new people. Look. Food. They came. They're on with us. They're here to chat. So, we love you guys. Yeah, today we, we today we have an awesome broadcast for you. Let me show you the lineup. It's going to be really awesome. Let's go through that first. So the first thing that we have today is this, what we're about to do. It's going to be food mash. It's Oreos, and they're, I, I, we're hoping that they're awesome. Let's see. We'll find out together. And then after Food Mash, we have What's Good with Abby, the person next to me. She's going to be on What's Good, and she's going to be giving you <laughs> your good news for the week. And then we have Confessions, your daily confessions, which are powerful. Then we have Song Challenge, which is always a blast. That's one of my favorite segments. And then What's the Word with Pastor Brian. It's going to be really awesome. But now it's time for Food Mash. Okay! Okay, so you've been on Food Mash for the Oreos like every yes, time, every right? Time. He has been on us with this. He's gone through this journey with us the whole way through. He has tasted, you have tasted every single yeah. Food Mash Oreo. How yeah. cool is that? It's great. How many? You've been on a few of them, right? Oh, yeah. Most of them. Most of them. And yeah. you've been on yeah. every single one. Have you had a favorite so far? Uh, yes, but I don't want to really vote ahead of time, but I like the fudge-covered ones. You like the fudge? So far, yeah. you like the fudge-covered oh, ones. Yeah, so we're like... going to find out today, then, if the fudge-covered ones, for you, mm -hmm. if these can top them. What do you think? I don't know. You don't know. Let's see what they taste like. Okay. Which one are we doing first? We're doing, let's put it up on the screen yeah, to find out our first third. Oreo. A peanut butter. Oh, peanut butter. Which oh, is the all the way in the bottom. I have, I like peanut butter. Peanut butter Oreo. Peanut butter is one of my favorites. If you guys like your chocolate and peanut butter together, that might be for you. Yeah, I really like them. I really like them a lot. Yes, thank you. Oh, oh. I was busy. With, <laughs> I was busy with the Oreos. He plugged in his mic. Yay! <laughs> Kevin's here. <laughs> thank He's, you. He was helping us with everything just else. Fill my mouth with an Oreo. He was helping us with everything else, and he's he. You're such a big help. Thank so you, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Okay, are you? So which one's which? What are we doing here? Are you peanut ready butter? to do peanut butter? Oh, peanut butter know. is the only one with the chocolate cookies. Oh. The rest oh. of them are light colored cookies um, if you guys can I don't know if you can see see that how these are all light and then there's the peanut butter that has the chocolate we got blondie we have fall yeah, flavors fall, today kind of, right. yeah 
exciting. I mean, peanut butter isn't like super fall, but it's it's orange, and that's yeah. fall, you know? <laughs> peanut butter. It'll work. And chocolate. All right, are we ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, let's see. I, I already I already know that I like these, but <laughs> we'll go ahead and try it. I'll pretend that I don't know. I don't like them, but I'm okay. You don't like peanut butter? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. What'd you think? Hey, you're wearing orange too. Aww. There's lots of orange today. What do you think, Kevin? Is it is it where you thought it was? Is it still mm -hmm. not great? It's a nutter butter filling inside an Oreo cookie. That's true. That's true. That's Which valid. for me doesn't work a ton. You don't like nutter butters very much? I like nutter butters, but I don't like it mixed with chocolate. Have you guys ever mm -hmm. had the peanut butter Oreos? I feel oh, like these are pretty these are pretty common Oreo to me. Maybe not though. Do you get? Are they common? Do you like them? Let me know. Wow, that's that powerful peanut flavor. <laughs> okay, so that one's. You okay? You ready for the next one? Are you ready? You ready? I need a, I need a palate cleanser. Yeah. Okay. What I is like our next one? What is our next Oreo? Next Oreo. Well, did we say whether it all Oreoed? Do we give do our we, final for? I'm gonna oh, go that way. You're down no. One, I'm, I'm a yes. I'm a yes. I like that yes. very much. Peanut butter lovers. Especially with milk. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so our next one. Golden, Golden double, double stuff. Stuff. Golden okay, so this what? Is, I didn't know that existed. Yeah, they had to do oh, it. You know, I mean, you got the dark ones with stuff. the double stuff. We're going to do the light what? one with the double stuff now. I bet the golden with the peanut butter would be good. It'd be like a nutter butter. What are, do you know what we those? maybe try that. What are those cookies <laughs> that are, like, shaped like this? Um, are yeah. they... Nutter butters. No, no, no. They're but they're like this. They they look like I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about and can yeah. just read my you know, read my thoughts, go ahead and comment on what I was talking about. Yeah. Okay. What it let's are you ready to Okay, which one's double yeah. stuff? I don't this one. they all that look one? the same. They look exactly the same. That's thicker. A little bit. Yeah, no, this one's thicker. There's a human! It's a faster. It's a faster. He just, he just he stole one of our cookies. He took, what did he take? Carrot cake. Carrot cake. Oh, that one like looks it. interesting. All right, double stuff. All right. Golden double stuff. Let's do this. All right. Hey, you're, you look concerned. Kevin behind the camera looks concerned. He, is, he said he's kind of concerned. Hey, that's good. Mm. That's, that's surprisingly good. Wait a second. <laughs> you know what's interesting about this one? Hmm. Is you can taste the filling more. Mm -hmm. With a regular yes. Oreo. <laughs> uh. That's the point of a double stuff. No! <laughs> That's kind of the whole point. I'm not saying because yeah. it's double stuff. I'm saying because it's not chocolate. My gosh, guys, just throw me under the bus without letting me even explain. Sorry. Okay, sorry. It's yeah. without the chocolate. Are you trying not to spit it out? I'm <laughs> trying not to have it come out my nose. <laughs> or your eyes. That would be painful. Because that can happen, right? You can like come out your That's eyes. Good, I like that. Okay, I like I like that without the chocolate, mm -hmm. it's it you can taste the filling more. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just not an Oreo. No, no that's I agree. true. It's not it's not a regular Oreo. It's an it's imposter. A good, it's a good I feel cookie, like it's something I would find at my grandmother's house. I will say that. It's a little bit That's true. Yeah. It's a little bit. It more, tastes like grandmother. I'm giving it a thumbs up and I'm putting it above the peanut butter <laughs> one. What do you guys do? Mm, no. <laughs> peanut butter? Okay, so peanut butter is better than the double stuff for those guys, right? As far as Oreos go, 
peanut butter is more of an Oreo than that one. All right. And I realized I said it tasted like grandmother instead of it tasted like something you'd find at grandmother's house. <laughs> and I figured I needed to clarify or else we're going to lose Appreciate all that. of our grandmas. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> are we ready for our next cookie? Getting weirder by yes. the minute. <laughs> okay, what is our Maple next cream. one? Maple cream. Maple cream. Nice. So this is a very Canadian. Hey, this I one, like this one is like what Kevin Nowicki eats because oh, he's Lord. from Vermont and they have a ton of maple Ooh. stuff. Yes, smell maple it, smell syrup. It, smell it. I did. Oh, it smells like a candle. I'm already okay. biased against this one. Just um, so you know. it, it, it smells really, like Bath and Body Works in the fall time. It does. It really smells <laughs> like a candle. Okay, uh, Buddy said that sounds horrible. <laughs> Some of those candles v smell Vienna yummy. wafers. I mean, that might be it. Kevin said that. That might be what I was talking about. Vienna wafers. Vienna. Is that? Am I saying it right? Vienna, or like they say down here, Vienna. Vienna wafers. Okay. We need to eat. Okay. Um. Wow. Um. Which one did you eat? You ate the. You ate the carrot one. He ate the carrot. Pass rate the carrot one, right? Okay, maple cream, not for me. Um, it does taste. Like I like it. I like it. I've had a Bath and Body Works lotion that tastes just like this. I it like it. Just like that. Not that I've eaten it, but you want one, Kevin? Oh, Kevin wants one. <laughs> Whoa! I can see it in the air. Okay, I like this one more than the regular Golden Double Stuff. I like that it has more of a flavor. I don't know. No, it's interesting. It, it is. It's it's Vermont. It is definitely maple cream for sure. They nailed it. I but, don't. I don't it's like real maple. Buddy said maple cream maple. only belongs in Canada. Buddy, Vermont is the same thing yeah, as Canada. Enough. It's the same. Okay, is that better oh, than Kevin's butter peanut no. butter no. or worse than <laughs> peanut butter? Are you putting mm. it below peanut butter? For for me, this oh. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it hits you. I I don't know if I can do this. We're split right here. <laughs> uh -huh. I'm gonna say below peanut butter. I'm gonna say below peanut butter. Okay, then you're. Because I, I would have to be. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, so there you are. Okay. All right. Okay. We us. have our we have our last one. It is. And we need to grab an extra one. Oh, we do. Past your carrot cake. This is this easily is the, the prettiest of the packages. In so my out opinion. of out of the ones that we guys we guys have done. We guys. We guys have done. Um, which one? Which one sounds the best to you guys? What do you think? This is the one apart. I'm most oh, excited, excited about. <gasps> it's messed up. We can sell control. it on eBay. Somebody flipped the Oreo tap. Oh, oh look at it! Got a little. Oh. It's embossed. It says it's, Oreo on it. There's, there's an Oreo it imprint on the cream because it's backwards. Don't see that very often. That's cool. We're gonna sell this one. Yes. Yep. Okay, that's definitely right on the smell. Mm, it smells like fall. It does smell like fall. It's creative. Oh, I just want to smell it. It smells really nice. This is nice. Let's mm. taste. Let's, let's All right, let's taste. do this. Let's, let's taste. Ah, uh, I want to keep smelling it. Okay. <laughs> oh, my cousin Lucas Dunphy said, "Um, what did I just log on to? You logged on to Lunch Plus. <laughs> this is Lunch Plus. Hello, cousin Luke. What do you think? Not working for me. Really? Why? What What is it about it? With cream." Cheese frosting? Wow, that's different. That's wow. what it is. I think I just 
spit part of my Oreo out. I was now, really this excited. Is not, this is not a golden Oreo cookie like the others, even oh. though it's lighter. Oh, I just ate a mouthful of the frosting. It's, it's very, very it sweet. Sweet. Whoa. This is easily twice as <gasps> sweet as the other cookies. I wonder what it tastes like with milk. Because to me, That's, Oreos need milk, yeah. and you oh, know yeah, what? It probably it really would bad. taste so amazing with milk. It dilute it, yeah. I'm going to say it's a little better than the maple cream, but... I can feel the sugar mm. in my brain already. Zoom. It's, it's there. It's and what's there. good is coming up next, so it's going to be good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> uh, um, Joni said uh, Vermont is basically Canada. She agreed with me. <laughs> <laughs> These have the same amount of calories as the peanut butter one. When did you have time to look at the calories? Like, did just you now. just? Oh, because it's on the front. I thought you <laughs> had right to there. look at the back. I was like, I didn't see you looking at the back of the thing. Okay, okay. so where does that fall now? Where does that fall? I think um, that was the best. That was really. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that was the best. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yep. Yep. Are you, was that the worst to you? Which one? Which one was your favorite? I don't feel like you liked any of them. So <laughs> which one was your favorite? The golden double stuff was the my favorite. The ones on the bottom. The grandma ones. Yes. <laughs> the grandmother ones. The other three, I, not my thing. I don't like no. maple. I don't like my peanut butter and chocolate together unless it's a Reese's. Uh, and um, the carrot cake is just not up to. Okay. Julie, so Julie Buck makes an awesome carrot cake, my lovely she wife. She does. That's, and, that's um, his life. It's not American. up to that standard. It just isn't. Mm -hmm. So I can't go with it. So I feel like those should at least go up a point. <laughs> oh, I thought you liked the maple syrup. Kevin said Pennsylvania is basically diet New York. <laughs> Where did that come from? That's okay, so Okay, this guy really Where did that come from? That's so true. Uh, all of a sudden, Food Mash is not about food anymore. It's about steaks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. That is so true. Okay, so we okay. got carrot cake, okay. peanut butter, golden double stuff, and then the maple cream at the bottom. At the, isn't this? Yeah, sure. Well, I let, I let Golden Double Stuff go up one point since it's his favorite. Okay. So it's not on the very bottom. Okay. okay. All right. yeah, that sounds good. There you have it, everybody. There you go, guys. <laughs> so out of, for today, Carrot Cake was the winner. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It was so out. good. Yeah. Y'all try them out and let us know what you think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to be doing a whole um, backward competition with the yeah. ones that won yep. in previous food mashes mm -hmm. oh, yeah. to come up with the number one. Yeah, we are. So a if bracket. you've been watching for oh, yeah. a little while, you've seen kind of what we brought to the top, you yeah. know, if you got a favorite, let us know because mm -hmm. it might be the tiebreaker if, you know, we kind of come up That's with something true. where we're locked up a little bit and can't decide which one's best. You guys can help us figure yes. that out. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. well, now it is time for what's good with Abby, your good news, your awesome news for the week. It's going to be awesome. So, she'll see you in just a second. Bye, guys. Bye.
welcome to What's Good. Today we have a lot of good news. It has been collecting since we weren't here last week. We have a lot and I am super excited to share it with you. And also, just as we're leveling, we gotta tell you, if you have good news or if you find good news on the interwebs or however you get your good news, the interwebs, send it to us because we want to hear good news and we want to hear from you. We love you guys. And maybe it'll be on the next segment of What's Good. But first off today, we have a story of a tiger who lost her cubs. They were, they were like born premature. It was really sad. But that's not the good news. The good news is that the zoo saw that she was sad. So what they did was they got a bunch of piglets and they wrapped them in like tiger print, some kind of tiger print fabric. And she, now they're her cubs and it's adorable and they're little pigs and maybe she won't have bacon later. Maybe she's, I don't know, but she's treating them as her own cubs and it's sweet. There's pictures everywhere. It's adorable. Next up, there was apparently a challenge that I had not heard of, and it's called the 50 yards challenge. And it's not a running challenge, but what it is, is it's a challenge to mow 50 yards without charging the people that, whose yards you mowed, if that sounds right. So there was this 12-year-old who did it, and he was looking to just make some money, but then he heard of this challenge and he mowed everyone in his neighborhood who just had been struggling during all of this. He took it upon himself to mow their yards and mowed 50 people's yards in his neighborhood who just needed it without any pay. And if that wasn't good enough, some of them decided to give him tips. And instead of taking the tips himself and being like, well, I did a good thing and taking them for himself, he took all the tips, which came up to be about $100 and bought pizzas with it and fed the homeless in his community. Guys, that is, that's inspirational if I've ever heard of it. Next up, there was a video that was sent to me from one of you guys. And it was of a cop who got news of a suicidal man about to jump. And what he did is he went up there and he saved the man and he told him that he loved him and it completely changed his life. He's alive, first of all, and now he, it changed the whole, like I was, I was about to cry at the video, but he just told him he loved him, and that's what people need to hear, and it was wonderful. So thank you for sending that story in. Next up, getting sciencey on you guys, because I very much enjoy this kind of stuff, but so the world is trying to find renewable, renewable energy, right? And with solar panels, you have to have batteries that like save the energy for when it's cloudy or when it's nighttime. Or with windmills, you have to, you know, you can't produce energy when it's not windy. Well, they think they have come up with panels that can produce energy all the time. And they've started producing it on a small playing field, but hopefully they'll be able to do it on a massive one in the near future. And this is putting panels under the soil. And what it does is there's like microbes in the soil. And when they're eating the stuff in the soil, it produces energy constantly. 
And I don't know all the science of it, but it's amazing. And it's really cool. And you need to look it up. And it doesn't, the thing is, it doesn't destroy like any of the vegetation. Like it's under the grass and it's, it's so cool. Next up and last up is if you haven't known, our, our very own Pastor Brian has gone to the Philippines several times now. And the Philippines are very dear to our hearts. And there have been reports. And the people who live in the Philippines have no idea how or why this is happening. But since the very beginning of 2020, crime has had a rapid decrease of 46% in the Philippines. They have no idea why, but it's the mercy and the grace of God. It has gone down like minor, what they call minor crimes, like thefts and stuff have gone down 60%. And it's the major crimes like murder and stuff has gone down 46%. That is amazing. Praise God. And yeah, that's, that's normally unheard of, but not with our God. Praise God. Well, if you have any any good news, we want to hear from you. And we will see uh, what's good again next week. But now we're going on to our next segment of Confessions with Buddy. It's going to be awesome. Stick around. Hey guys, welcome to Confessions. This is the part of our show where we just, we encourage you to join with us as we speak life over our lives, as we speak life over the people around us. You know, the Bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat the fruits thereof. So here's the thing, we will eat the fruits of our word. So it's important that we have the word of God on our tongues. You know, just as, as God said to Joshua, you know, never let this word depart from your mouth. So as we make these declarations, as we make these confessions, speak it out loud with your mouth. Those who love the tongue, the, the, what they say will eat its fruits. So, so I, I want to encourage you to speak this out of your mouth. If you're at work, you know, you can say it quietly, but, but make sure you speak this out of your mouth because that's where life comes. It comes in the tongue, not just in thinking things, but in speaking them out of our mouths. So we have two confessions for you today that we're going to be walking through together. Let's put the first one up on the screen. And I want you to say this out loud with me. Let's say it right now. We walk in the full manifestation of our inheritance in Christ. Say it again, but speak it out loud. We walk in the full manifestation of our inheritance in Christ. Now let's go on to confession number two. Confession number two says this, and again, I want you to speak this out of your mouth. Speak it out loud. Uh, Confession number two. We are out of debt and carry a debt-canceling anointing, 
and we flow in supernatural abundance for every good work. Now, I'm, I want us to say that one more time, but this, for this one, I want us to make it personal. You know, God has a plan for you to carry this debt-canceling anointing and to walk in supernatural abundance. Uh, just like it says in 3 John 1, 2. Brother, I pray that you prosper and be in good health as your soul prospers. So let's declare this and make it personal. Say this. I am out of debt, and I carry a debt-canceling anointing, and I flow in supernatural abundance for every good work. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for joining us for confessions. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's power in our words. You can read it in scripture. There's power in your words to create life over your situation. So no matter what's going on in your situation, choose life, speak life. Uh, so guys, thank you for joining us for confessions. Now we're going to be moving on to song challenge. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be incredible. We have some awesome guests for that, for that. So I'll, we'll see you right there for song challenge. Good afternoon, Lunch Plus family, and welcome to Song Challenge. We are so happy to have you here today. We've got our challengers today, William Aldrich and Abigail Wright. I, of course, am Kevin, and I'm excited to be your host today. So let's just go ahead and get right into it. But first, uh, what we need to do, you guys need to understand, I'm going to give a, a word on a card, okay. and you guys need to come up with a song. Now, that song can either be in the title or it can be uh, somewhere in one of the verses of the song, and you are expected to sing the song. Ah. Are you ready? <laughs> Folks, if you happen to know a song with the word that's in it, please put it in there. Make sure that we can help our challengers out. Uh, and I'm told, Abby, that you have an uphill challenge because Mr. William is really, really good at this. Yes. I hope I'm not setting you up. I, I, hope, I, hope you're, I hope you're not either. I apologize in advance for my voice. All right, all right. Are you guys ready? Somewhat. All right, let's do yes. this. Go for it. Our first word is who? Who? Who are you? <laughs> okay. Is that, is that the right, yeah, is yeah. That the right okay. words? Yeah. It's I've by, heard a parody of it. It's also by The Who. That yes. song is by The Who. Very good. Who? Who can it be now? <laughs> Guys, help me out. Um, who is that girl I see? <laughs> I'm going to assume that's a song. Um, <laughs> it's it from the She's line. All right. And I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not singing. Well. All right, all right, go ahead. The age old question Who let the dogs out? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Joni said, Who Am I by Casting Crowns, but I don't know if I know the tune. Uh, All right, beep, 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 beep. Four <gasps> points to William. I didn't have, I didn't sorry, have another Joni. one after that. that oh, you, you were in too? Oh, it was edgy. Okay. All right, very good. I let you down. 
Okay, here we go. Our next word is electric. It's electric. Um, can, can we do bands as well? Sure. Uh, electric Light Orchestra. Give me a song. Give me a uh, tune. Uh, 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 Mr. Blue Sky, please tell us why you had to hide away for so long. Yeah. I'm going to assume that's their, one of their songs. I just wanted oh, you to sing. Okay. Yep. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, help. This is my cry for help. <laughs> um, it's doing the electric slide. Isn't that the same song? <laughs> nah. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Probably is. Nope. Is it? No, it's not? Ooh. Yes. Uh, we gonna rock down to Electric Avenue. And then we'll take you higher. Dun, dun, dun. 16. Buddy said what the electric city? Scranton. Scranton, what the all electric right. city? I don't know what that is, though. Okay, all right. Well, I can't sing it. That would be awesome. All right, so that was another four points. To William, oh my goodness, oh, you are off to a, a great start, William. Doing Guys, good. I need your help. We can still do this. That's right. Everyone on Team Abby, contribute, please. That's right. Say prayers for Team Abby. <laughs> Pray for us. All right, our next word. Are you ready? It is mm -hmm. sorry. Sorry. Um, uh, is I know it, there's a song uh, called Sorry. Uh, is it too late now to say sorry? Can you do the two? Is it too late now to say sorry? There we go. There oh, we go. They, he got it. Yeah, that, I, I recognize something about that. <laughs> I recognize something. a couple notes of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, will sorrows work? Close enough. It's in the ballpark. <laughs> wow. I, buddy says, I'm trading my sorrows. That's that's a sorry. That's sorrow. Yeah, you're you're in the ballpark. Yeah. I, I don't know if the, uh, the two. But I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it's that. It's a I form think. of the word, and yeah. I will fight okay. for it. It okay. means the same yeah, thing. Um. Oh, there's. I don't. Oh, what's the tune? It's an ink spot song. It's got the word sorrow in it. Uh, beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. All right, Abby is sorry. on the board with like two points. With two points, so we've got but an eight to two. It. Run here. Okay, here we go. go. <laughs> Next word. Are we ready? Yes. It is rise. I almost said rice. It is rise. Ooh, uh, rise by Herb Alpert. It's there are no words in the song. It goes do 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 do. It, it, it's it's like an '80s theme song to like a TV show. Okay. How do you know that? <laughs> um, I feel like wanting to give you half points for I'll, that. I mean, I'll pull it out. I'll, 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 I've got I'll it. go with it. I'll go with it. It's fine. I'm with you. I don't know who it's I by, but there's, there's the song. Oh, I think, I think Eo put it. Mm -hmm. It's and I'll rise up, I'll rise All on right. the wind, something like that. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll go. But it's got rise in it. Uh, uh, rise and shine and give God the glory. You're not supposed to help William. My dad just helped. That's, that's not right. plagiarism. It's very good. Very using good. my resources. We got a total of three points. Oh, oh, oh buddy. Um, and I will rise when he calls my name. No ah, more sorrow. Me and you are on the no same. No more pain. Very nice. That's right. But, oh, but Jade, I don't know the tune. No, Jade, help me. I don't. Know I have Katie five Perry. seconds. I don't think you're gonna. It, it's it's yeah. I don't know the Katy Perry song. All I, right. I know the song, Very good. but I don't know the... 
tune. Yes. We are Abby is it. on the comeback trail. It is Ooh. now eight to six. Eight to six. <laughs> All right, are you guys ready? Buddy mm -hmm. Here is we go. making go fun of my melody. And I'm, I need more support. <laughs> next support. word, next word is wonderful. What a wonderful world. Ooh, very good. There's, Sorry, I isn't just swatted she a fly. lovely? Isn't she wonderful? Very nice. Um, oh, that tune, that's a worship song. Uh, there's, there's a worship song with the word wonderful in it. Uh, 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 you you are awesome, Five. mighty, wonderful. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, oh, you're singing. I'm sorry. Yeah, you were in the middle of it. Go yeah. for it. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, that, that was the that was the song. Okay. That was Praise the, God. The, that All was right. the words. Uh, you look wonderful tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got was, help off stage. That was the best Eric Clapton I've ever heard. I think. <laughs> That's it. Oh, um, one. Yeah, uh, just kidding. Th okay. Yep, that um, worked. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't think this is the same thing as Marky, but uh, uh, also no. Oh, uh, the tune. The tune has left five. me. Yep, that's gone. All right. So that was. Five. Oh my goodness! Look at that. You've, you've come back. She you did. It is now up. eleven to eight in favor of that's Abby. Right. Wow, good steal there. All right, one more word. One more word, okay. and we're done. Are you ready? Okay. Perhaps. Here we go. One. Two, three, the next word is ocean. Uh, ocean. Ocean man, take me by the hand, lead me to the land that you understand. <laughs> that was, yep. What? So, yep. Okay, there's the song Oceans. That's, and I will call upon the... Yeah, that's yeah. the tune. I forgot where Oceans is in it. Uh, when Oceans That's rise, a tune. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There you it's go, in guys. There somewhere. Uh, it's in there somewhere. Ooh. Uh, there's a there's a, there's like an old sea shanty. I, I'm gonna butcher it. It's like she is a wonderful thing, the ocean. No, no it's not. That's yeah. It's that was impressive. Yeah. yeah. Was, I think isn't that an Irish drinking tune? I, I, that's, um, <laughs> that's, uh, could be. <laughs> How do you know this? What? I think that song was only sang in like 1765. That's well, you're bringing this out of like three All right. centuries ago. Abby, do you uh, have another song in five seconds? Uh, uh, deep and wide, deep and wide. Wow. An ocean. But that's ocean. a fountain. There's an ocean oh. flowing deep and wide. That's a fountain. Nope, it's an ocean. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to give those points to William. <laughs> Jade, you threw me under the bus. Which gives William a one-point edge oh. for the win. Wow, that was a, a very nice comeback, and uh, you guys did a great job. Fantastic. Honestly, I feel like that's a win for me. <laughs> Honestly. That's pretty good. Beating, losing to William by only one point in a song challenge is a win. Absolutely. It does sound like it's a win for all of us because I certainly enjoyed it. I know that. Well, guys, thank you so much for being with us for Song Challenge. We were so glad to have you. Now we're going to send it over to Buddy and Pastor for What's the Word. Pastor, he's got a wonderful message for you. I'm excited to hear it. So let's send it over to him. Buddy?
Well, hello everyone. Welcome to What's the Word. We're gonna have a cordial chat. A cordial chat. A co how do you pronounce it? Cordial? cordial. Cordial. I said cordial. Cordial. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take uh, I, it. I was hooked on phonics as a kid, so <laughs> cordial. Cordial, was, you know, phonetically seems right to me. Yeah. English language is weird. Cordial. cordial. It actually is. The English language is uh, one of the most difficult is what I understand. So, yeah. Although we so don't realize up. it. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of different, a lot of different words. But hey guys, how are you? Welcome back to Lunch Plus. Mm -hmm. We were gone last week and I've been gone for like two weeks, two and a half weeks or something like something that. Like it is so good to be here and so good to see you. Please put it in the comments right now. Uh, who is watching? Where are you watching from? And if you haven't done it yet, share the broadcast. It's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a course chat today, buddy. Yeah, so. But also, we <laughs> want to let you guys know, our 100th commenter came yes. in, Jade Stallings. Well done, Jade. You got our 100th awesome. comment for your contributions Glory to that. Glory to God. To that so she segment. wins the gift card today. Yep. Hallelujah. Congratulations. That's awesome. Jade. So we just welcome you. And um, yeah, I've had... Uh, just talking about what's the word today, um, I've had a topic that's been kind of lingering on me for the last few weeks. And, uh, but just kind of want to, before we jump into that, catch you up. So listen, 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 listen. Uh, what's that? What's that little kid? Listen, Linda, listen, listen, <laughs> Linda, listen. Um, so tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 6 p.m. Central, uh, Brother Tracy Harris is doing a special prayer, and he's invited us to be a part of that and uh, to be online and pray with them. It's a show called The Dividing Line, and uh, they're going to be praying tonight at 7 p.m. Make sure to join it. We will share it uh, across our uh, pages, and uh, we will join on that as well and jump into the prayer. Uh, there's something very special that happens when we pray together, and we need to pray together on a more regular regular basis yeah. and uh, join our faith, our hope, and our love together. That's going to be tonight. Uh, truly in the country, it is in uh, the United States, it has truly been a time of shaking and yeah. we need to pray. You know, things don't happen in the earth unless the people of God really start to pray. And uh, so we need to pray. We need to come together. We need to agree that the will of God will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And uh, so glory to God. So I see, let's see here. Uh, who all said that they're watching? Kevin's watching from here. Priscilla's here. Jade says, what? She won. <laughs> where are you watching from? We want to hear about it. Tell us, uh, tell us uh, who's online and where you're watching from. We want to say hello to you. It's so good to see some of these names. I've been gone. And, uh, but here's another thing that's coming up. We'll talk about that in a second. Another thing that's coming up this Sunday at Boomerang, starting 10 o'clock Sunday morning, uh, Dr. Richard Moore will be here and we'll be having special meetings with him. The power of God will be flowing Sunday morning, Sunday night. Yeah. It'll be Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night at 630. Uh, make sure if anybody can find the link to that event on Facebook, drop it in the comments 
and it's going to be awesome. So uh, Joan Lee says she's watching from New York. Jade's watching from her desk at work. Uh, Kevin Nowicki says, Dr. Richard Moore. Johnny's watching from Denton. Good to see you guys. Thank you for dropping it in the comments. Uh, for taking time to do that. We love you. We're excited. My wife is watching from work. Hallelujah. Miss Natalie's watching from home. Kevin Buck says, I'm here. Present. <laughs> Could you hear him say that? Hey, actually, this is what he said at the beginning of the broadcast. <laughs> and, then, and then he found his mic and he said, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Cindy from Plainville, Georgia. So good to see you. We love you. And uh, that was awesome. Miss Holly says she's watching from New London. Ah, oh, praise God. All these people, thank you for putting it in the comments where you're watching from. And uh, so, y'all have a good couple of weeks? We did. Whilst I was gone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, was, it wasn't the same without you. Yes, I, I But it was still that. really good. Yeah, amen. Yeah. <laughs> good. It better be. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm counting on. <laughs> no, we, we had a lot of fun. We had, like, a lot of good words. The, I mean, the Holy Spirit was really doing, a, like, helping us carry on just the how to apply faith to win. Yeah. You know, just with, with different messages. It was powerful. Amen. Was good. good. Yeah. yeah, I was able to see some of it, but not a lot of it because of where I was at and everything. Mm -hmm. So uh, I actually, I want to share some pictures with you. And uh, maybe maybe Wednesday, Thursday, we'll let you know once uh, we decide. But I want to share with you my trip to Mexico and actually what happened there, share some pictures with you from there. And, um, you know, I thought about taking uh, for my birthday and pastor's appreciation, uh, we had uh, some, a couple that gave me a drone, you know, uh, that's got a really nice camera on it. And I've been having a lot of fun with that and seeing what I could do and probably already breaking the law somehow that I'm not aware of. And, uh, <laughs> so, and um, so anyway, it's got some really good stuff. But I thought about taking it to Mexico. The only issue is we're like right on the border. And the film guy that was there with us, uh, he, he said when he comes across the border, they got you know a long lens on his camera. He says, uh, this is fine, but whatever you do, don't point this towards the border, okay? And uh, I was like, probably a good idea to take the drone there. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to get arrested and put into a Mexican prison. That'd be bad. So <laughs> maybe that'd be bad. Okay. There's the link. Thank you for posting that uh, for our event with Dr. Richard Moore, man. That's, that's exciting. And hear this about Dr. Richard Moore's meetings. Um, this is not, you know, anytime we have somebody that comes into boomerang and comes into the church, uh, the, we don't just do it just to have people here. Uh, we hear from God, and uh, we want to make sure that the right person is here at the right time. And we've had multiple people that have come before and done an awesome job, uh, but the Lord not say for them to come back yet, and we don't. And yet we've had some people we've never heard of before, and God says, have them, and it's great. And we just always want to have the right person at the right time who's speaking the right words of God. Yeah. Well, uh, this meeting coming up with Richard Moore, you should be an expectation for it. And if you can get here to Albemarle, uh, get here because it's going to be awesome. It's always different when it's in person, uh, when you're here versus watching online. And uh, But what happened was, I w what had happened was, I was preaching one day and all of a sudden, um, all of a sudden, I'm preaching and the Lord speaks, hey, I want Richard Moore to come soon. 
And I remember I was like, and I announced it to everybody. And I said, hey, we're going to have Richard Moore soon. <laughs> and every, you know, all my leadership team was like, okay, great. <laughs> that's awesome. So anyway, that's, uh, that's going to be really cool uh, to have him again. It's been a couple years since he was here last time. And if you've not experienced his ministry, uh, it's just really, really cool. So amen. Jade says she's very excited about uh, the visit. Very pumped. Amen. So hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I was in Mexico and I was ministering there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll tell you more about the details, but it was great. The fire of God fell. People came to know Jesus. Uh, lives were saved. They were filled with the Holy Ghost, praying in the Spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, the, they were healed. It was really, really good. The ministry that we were there to help uh, kick off uh, is awesome uh, with uh, Sergio Alvarado. And uh, it's a great ministry in uh, Juarez, Mexico. And so it was really good. And then I left there and went to Tampa. And I was at the Minister and Leaders Conference with Dr. Rodney Howard Brown for a week. And it was tremendous. And then I came home, preached, and then we went to uh, the beach basically with the leadership team to plan out for next uh, next year to have some family time and then uh, plan that uh, plan that out. And it was awesome. So Kevin says, my shirt looks like a fireman's shirt. Takes him back to the days in the squad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so do you know what shirt this is? I wore it special today. Um, it is a shirt that has swords on it. Spirit <laughs> discipline. Maybe a military thing? It is. This is my third battalion shirt from boot camp. So this is, uh, I guess, in while I was gone, actually, was 28-year anniversary of graduating from boot camp in wow. Paris Island. So that time went fast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that time went very fast. I bet. Yeah. 28 years. I'm, I'm 27. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it. Yeah. So that was 1992 wow. on August 23rd and um, 28 years ago. And I was telling them the other day at, uh, but it kind of is fitting with our topic today because uh, I didn't really, I didn't know a hundred percent. I just felt the leading that I had about today's uh, message was just to have a chat with you and uh, to say hello to everybody, um, kind of catch up a little bit. But then also I had had a topic that was on me, but I just hadn't heard clearly from the Lord yet about it. And um, but that topic is uh, just what's been really sitting on me and in my spirit is hunger, humility and honor and uh, hunger, humility and honor and um that's, I've really been, and specifically probably today, more about humility than anything else. But uh, a lot of times I was telling them about boot camp is I went down there about 20 years after I graduated to go see another person graduate that used to go here to the church, a young man. And um, I noticed that the place was really beautiful. <laughs> it was really pretty. <laughs> and, I, and I thought, I don't remember Paris Island being this pretty. <laughs> I don't. And part of it was in the trees, there were these, you know, short trees with like long branches out. And in the trees was like this beautiful Spanish moss looking stuff. I'm not sure if that's actually what it was. And I thought, man, that, that is really nice looking. It's a really pretty place. 
And uh, I was like, I don't remember that at all. And I felt like the Lord reminded me because you never looked up. You always were looking straight ahead. And, uh, you know, because in, in the Marines, you can't look to the left or to the right or down or up. You look straight ahead and you're standing at attention all the time. And so I never looked up and saw how pretty the place was. But uh, that was a new thing. So have you ever been there? No, I don't even know where that is. You don't know where Paris Island is? No. I'm, ass- I'm assuming it's an island near Paris. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, it's in yeah. South Carolina. Oh, close. And it's it's close. Ten miles from Hilton Head. Okay. Which was really nice when I was in boot camp there. You know, I'm going through torture, and my dad was at Hilton Head writing me a letter like, I'm in Hilton Head enjoying life. And I was like, that's great. You're like this far away, and our, our scenarios are so different. So <laughs> yeah. thanks for telling me. <laughs> it was great. It was great. But, yeah, it was, uh, it, it's not far from Hilton Head, so it's a, ni- it's a nice area if you are enjoying it. at a resort. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and not of the military type. Yeah, not so, an intensive training. Yes. Yeah. I understand. So one of the one of the interesting stories about that place is it was really funny because they always bring everybody in there at night mm-hmm. and then once you cross the gate in in there, you'll drive around for a long time. Yep, that's it. That's exactly right, Kevin. Uh, he says, it's almost your birthday, Pastor Brian, talking about the Marine Corps birthday. Uh, November 10th, 1775 in Tuns Tavern. That's the Marine Corps uh, founding place. Wow. Back in 1775, my Marine Corps came alive. Then I can't sing the rest of the song. <laughs> <laughs> Can, just probably shouldn't. <laughs> and, uh, but... One of the things when as soon as you come in the gate at night to Paris Island, they'll run you all over the place like they they cross paths and they probably cross their same path like four or five times. But you're not familiar with the place and you don't know where everything is. So it makes it feel like this is a 40 or 50 mile wide island. Right. But you really have no you can't see anything, you don't recognize any landmarks, it's night, you've never been there before, so you have no reference points. Yeah. Then they pull you up in front of receiving, they've got the yellow footprints, and they get out, get out, get out, get out, you know, and you gotta get on the footprints yeah. and stand there, and then you go in, and then before long, they take all your stuff and cut your hair and give you new stuff, and you are reborn into the military machine of the United States of America. And um, you lose your identity and learn how to lose all of your emotions. And um, so then, <laughs> Kevin said, land nav disorientation course. That's exactly what it is. And so then... Um, there was one day, you know, and you're with your drill instructors, and they're not fun. And um, all of a sudden, they start running us down. You know, most of the time we run like on a course or in the grass or on the road, but they start running us down this uh, gravel dirt road. And then the dirt road leads back into some trees these really tall pines, and you can see that that dirt road goes into the trees and then makes a turn, and you can't see past that turn. 
And I thought, oh no, oh, this is bad because they're going to get us away from everybody and they're going to like torture us with PT or who knows what they're going to do. Like, no, we want to stay in the eyesight of other people. Like, <laughs> this is a bad deal. Keep us in, in the eyesight. And so we walk, we run back through here and we get in the middle of those trees and then they stop. And, and it, I know it wasn't just me. I know I was like, Oh, no, we are in trouble. We are in trouble. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. And uh, about that time, we turn around and we go back out. And I was like, what just happened? And and why didn't bad things happen to us? (laughs) You know, and uh, why did we stop? You know, what what's going on? Well, come to find out later when we were leaving uh, after we had graduated. So the island that you think is this big is actually like this big and it's so small and there is they just circle you everywhere so you have no idea like for example one time we ran uh we went to the we did a 12 mile march to the rifle range and on that 12 mile march to the rifle range we get there and we get to the rifle range we've been marching all day you know and a forced march is no fun and if you don't know what a force march is, I don't want to explain it even because I don't want to relive it. But uh, it anyway, so we force march out there 12 miles and all of a sudden um, we get to the rifle range. We're at the rifle range for two weeks. We learn how to fire the rifle and then all, we're going back to our original barracks. And so it took us, a, you know, probably eight hours to march out there, maybe something like that. It's hard to judge time and you're not wearing a watch at that time. We leave the rifle range and we walk for five minutes (laughs) back to our, we had no idea it was there. We're like walking, we're we're prepared, you know, to go for march for six hours again. (laughs) We're like, is, is, wait, is that our barracks right there? <laughs> no way! <laughs> it was five minutes away. <laughs> like it was the shortest distance. So this is what happened. They take us back in those trees, and we think they're going to just slaughter us in PT. I mean, they, we just we don't know what's going to happen. Then they stop, and they turn around. When we graduate, I find out that if we would have walked like 100 more feet, there's the gate right there, <laughs> right around the corner is the gate. That's the exit. That's what we've been dreaming of is how to get off of this island. And so like they took us right to it. And then later on finding the help, I was thinking like those jerks, <laughs> those jerks, they took us right to it. The place that we'd been longing for. How do we get off of here? Cause people literally would get lost in the swamp in old days and like, it was a very swampy and alligators and stuff like that. And that's part of why people would not escape mm-hmm. because they do want to escape. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was uh, 28 years ago while I was gone. But, that's awesome. So I wore my shirt in honor of that. But third battalion, which I think they've changed a lot of stuff. Um, they've changed a lot of the barracks and things like that. Now they used to have this huge parade deck that you graduated on that I graduated on, but now it's really small and, uh, nobody likes that stuff. So everybody wanted it to be traditional. But one of the things that I learned there, and one of the things that we're going to do 
<laughs> Caleb says, wow, amazing. Hey, Caleb, good to see you. It's so good to see you, you guys uh, down in Florida. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, so one of the things that we are going to cover very soon on what's the word, the Lord gave me some instruction is, I've been wanting to do a series for a long time, uh, what the Marine Corps taught me. And, um, and show the parallels between the military and the Word of God and the Kingdom of God, because there are a ton of parallels in that. And I want to go through and show those things. And so we're (laughs) going to do that here on What's the Word on Lunch Plus and share that, uh, go through a series. And that'll be coming up very soon. I've already got some notes on it. And so I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. Uh, But one of the things that we learned in that is um, humility and hunger (laughs) and honor. You know, um, know, our food, like for example, hunger, uh, we didn't care what we were eating just because we were that hungry, mm. you know. Um, so, you know, we today, I watch a lot of people and they're so and you know, particular about their food. Mm. Uh, they're so particular about it. And, uh, yeah, my mom says, that's unbelievable, unbelievable, 28 years. I know, I know. Um, when I did the math, I went, oh, my goodness, is that right? It is. So, um, yeah, so I graduated before you were born. Yep. Whoop. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Young. Young. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Experience. <laughs> there you go. That was a good word. Yeah. Yeah. That, is, uh, that time passes faster than, uh, than you think it does, you know. But, but I can remember, you know, their food um, was not tasty at all. Matter of fact, the day that we... Um, the day before we graduated, our family came down and um, we went out to eat. And one of the things I had was a country style steak. But we had been eating all of their food is very unseasoned mm-hmm. and um, bland. And, you know, so then I had and not a lot of grease and garbage. So you're. You're really, I I left there in the best shape of my life. I've never attained that again. It was truly the best shape of my life, partially because of the working out, but partially because of the food. But um, one of the things that, one of the things that I saw was that it really didn't matter that the food didn't taste good. Um, When I ate that country style steak, I, I got literally... I felt completely nauseous because I, my system was not used to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, But what I found was that when you are doing work and you need nutrition, you'll get hungry and it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of times that's what I'm seeing in America and today is we really haven't been hungry and we haven't been hungry in the church either. Um, we really have not longed for the things of God because truthfully we've been very comfortable. Mm. And because we've been comfortable, um, there's been no hunger. You know, we've been, we've been, we've had plenty of food to eat. We're blessed in America. Um, we have AC and chairs and we've been comfortable. And so we haven't been hungry, but when you get hungry, uh, you don't make a big fight out of what it is. You just want something mm-hmm. and uh, you just want some real food. And uh, I think we've gotten you know, a good bit spoiled in the country and in the church as well. 
And, uh, you know, I watch, we've had this, we've had this discussion actually with our leadership before is, you know, I'll watch people, and especially when we first started the church, um, I would watch people that would, you know, say, well, I'm not going to go out and hang out with family after church because I don't like that food. And I would, I'd be frustrated with that comment because I'm like, so food and your taste is more important than the people. And so it, in other words, what we're hungry for is what we'll go after in that way. But we've been so spoiled that we haven't put people first. We haven't put God first. See, for me, what I was hungry for was that the body of Christ, you know, joined together as one in unity. And uh, what they're hungry for is their stomach, you know. And um, and I don't I don't have a lot of um, I understand that, but I also understand the need to get past that. You know, I can understand how people can be at that place because that's the way we've been raised. But I also very much understand the need to get beyond that and look at what's truly important in those moments, you know, because that fellowship is so important. And when you have fellowship with one another, what upholds people a lot of times in hard times is family. Um, It's we've watched. Matter of fact, we were talking uh, at the leadership last week. Uh, A lot of times I think it was Brother Hagen that would say that uh, healing uh, and provision was the dinner bell. Healing and miracles, I think it was, is the dinner bell for the gospel. In other words, people will come for healing mm-hmm. and miracles when they're happening. They will come and they will listen because it kind of opens that up. But I've watched people that get healed and people that have miracles uh, not come back to church before. Mm-hmm. And so in other words, that power is absolutely what the Lord uses to get people here. But I've found that the one thing that'll keep people on track and accountable is family. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we've got to be hungry for these things, you know, of God. And that means that we humble ourselves. You know, we humble ourselves to the place where we say, Lord, whatever you say is what I want. And I'm not going to, I don't think that what I want is more important than what you want. And that's, you know, I've watched that play out over a long period of time. And specifically about humility today, I'll, I'll give a, an example in just a second how humility will keep us out of the traps. But we have to be willing to humble ourselves. And, uh, of course, the Word says in James chapter 4, and then 1 Peter uh, chapter 5, it says that humility to humility is given grace and greater grace, which is God's favor. It's His power. Uh, Those things are given to humility. So if I don't walk in humility, I'm not going to walk in the fullness of God's grace that I could. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I'll learn to put on humility uh, on purpose, then I will be that. And that means, humility means, I don't think I know everything. I'm willing to be wrong, and I'm willing for God to show me other ways. I think that's very, very important. And um, 
Because if we don't, if we're not in that place, ultimately what we're saying is, I can't be told I'm wrong. I know everything I need to know, which obviously is pride. And if we're, if we're in pride, the Word says in those same passages, I think James 4, it says that we put ourselves in opposition to God. And if we're in opposition to God, that's never going to work. Yeah. It's never going to work. And so I find that many people are not hungry uh, because they're not humble. And may, many people are not humble because they're not hungry, and those things go hand in hand. And um, putting those things in place is an honor to the Lord. And those are three, the three H's that really mean a whole lot to me is, you know, hunger and humility and honor. And, um, and it's not just the Marines that taught me that. That started with my mom and dad, you know, taught me that. And those things have served me very, very well. And of course, they're all throughout the Word as well. And we need to make them a part of our life. And if you haven't heard the story, I feel like I'm just uh, rambling on. If you've got something, let me know. But anyway, you're just listening. I'm just listening. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone else is enjoying it. I'm just Are they? soaking it in. Are you enjoying it? Yeah. It's, it's very cordial. It's very cordial. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's, well, you know, that's exactly what he, I was like, a cordial chat. That's what we need to have. And uh, it's good to see you all again. And it just blesses me. Uh, but sometimes a chat like this changes everything. Yeah. And you, you, sometimes a chat like this will all of a sudden change how you look at things or you'll hear certain pieces that will click. And all of a sudden you walk in more hunger and you'll, your life will be filled, is what the Word teaches us. You walk in more humility and you'll have more grace. You know, you walk in more honor and God will honor you. And so you hear a statement like this and how to apply it. And all of a sudden your life goes higher because of it. Mm -hmm. And if your life goes higher, it then starts to preach to the people around you. So now you're not just affecting you, you're affecting a lot. And, uh, but uh, one of the things, amen, Johnny, Johnny said, yes, I'm enjoying it. Mm -hmm. One of the things that, um, um, that I found was when I did, uh, he's had me speaking a little bit on the one year media fast that I did, uh, which was about four years ago that I started it. And when I did that, almost every single day of that year, the Lord spoke to me and said two words. He said, hunger and humility, 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 yes. hunger and humility. And yes, I got, you know, my flesh, I would say, got tired of hearing it. But yet my spirit man was yearning. Like each time he would say it, it just built something in me and it just laid a foundation over a one year period of time. Because if God says something once, it's very important. If he says it twice, that is huge. If he says it three times, like that's something you never, ever, ever, ever need to forget. He literally said it to me every day for a year. And what was he telling me? He was saying, these are things that you, if you'll notice about hunger and humility, these are not things that he gives you. These are things that you decide to put on. And if you'll decide to put on hunger and humility, you will be filled and full of grace. And what he was telling me is, Brian, your responsibility and every Christian's responsibility is that every day of your life on purpose, you decide to be hungry and put on humility. And if you'll do that, 
you'll walk in a different level. And so I'm going to share with you here in just a minute how humility will keep you from traps. You know, will keep you from the snare of the enemy. Amen, Priscilla. She says, I choose to put on hunger and humility. Is that yours too? If it is, drop it in the comments right now and say, I also choose every day to put on hunger and humility. Glory to God. Amen. Joni said, hunger and humility is not something you are given, but it's something you put on. Yeah, on purpose, on purpose all the time. I choose. It's a choice every single day. I choose to put on hunger and humility every day. Amen. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you, Kevin. So one of the things that I saw in that process is um, he had me focusing on humility for a long time because uh, many of the things that I thought I knew I didn't. And it wasn't that I was raised in ignorance. I was actually raised to think um, a lot, which is something that I don't see um, in today's world. I don't see a lot of people thinking. I see a lot of people hearing what other people say, but not thinking through the process. And it seems evident on social media. But I was taught to think, why is this okay? Why is that right? What's the backing you know, evidence of it? What, what makes this okay? So I was taught to think. But there was a lot of things that I thought I knew that, that were, and watch this, even though I was raised in a good home and good, good parents and Christian parents and biblical standards, I was still raised in a corrupted world. And whether they knew it or not, even their thinking was corrupted, right? Mm -hmm. But have you ever noticed that when somebody goes and does something, uh, they're not doing it because they think that if they do something wrong, Mm -hmm. they're not doing it because they think that they're wrong. Mm -hmm. They're doing it because they think it's right. And as a pastor starting to look at uh, the different things that were happening in the people of the church, I started examining how do I help people to grow and have better lives. And one of the things that I found was that most people thought that they were doing right when they were doing wrong. Mm -hmm. So if they think that they're doing it right or they think that they're doing it godly, how, how apt are they to drop what they think is right? How, how, you know, what's the odds of them taking what they think is godly and saying, no, I'm changing that. No, they're not doing it because they think it's wrong. They're doing it. I mean, they think it's right. So they're not just going to drop it just like that. So now you're in, and what I found as a pastor was, I'm talking about Christians in churches, uh, in indecent churches, probably doing about 40% wrong all the time. That's a huge percentage. But yet they're not doing it. We're not talking about bad people. We're talking about people that are just deceived to what's actually in here and how to live life. So, you know, 40% wrong is a lot. That's a D. Uh, Yeah. That's barely. Barely. Barely passing. Passing which isn't that telling of where our society's been and where our churches have been. Yeah. Just enough to get by, and that's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Because you, 
once you're hungry for the things of God, you don't want to just get by anymore. Yeah. You don't, you, you don't want to. So, but 40%, and what happens, you know, I don't know about you, but in my life, if, if I change small things, I get big results out of it. So if I change one or 2%, I get big changes out of it, big production. What if, what if people changed 40%? Now you are talking about totally different life. Okay. But here's the issue. Yeah. So here, here's the issue now. Serena says, whoa, 40% is a lot. I, I agree. It was shocking. You know, and that was statements, beliefs, confessions, mm-hmm. you know, faith, habits. habits, what they thought was normal versus what God says is normal. It just, it adds up. It, it was, it was like, uh, beliefs in how they will back a tradition mm-hmm. because they think that the tradition was founded in godliness when it was actually founded in the world mm-hmm. and then uh, by people that claim to be godly. And so because they claim to be godly, they stamp the tradition with godly and now they think it's godly when it actually is exactly contradictory to the word. So there's all these different things. So here's, here's the question. When you think that it's right and you think that it's God, but it's actually wrong, how do you change that? How do you see it? Because you're already in deception. So how do you clear away the veil of deception and not fall into the traps. Hunger and humility. Humility is the only answer to that. Yeah, and and hunger goes, and that was one of the things that the Lord showed me is that if you'll get hungry, you'll get humble. And if you'll get humble, you'll get hungry. They go hand in hand. But watch this. See, humility is not you know, humility is you thinking you're on level seven or eight when you're actually on level one. And it's recognizing that I might not be where I think I am. Because ultimately, if I'm deceived, then there's this big gap that I think I've grown to. But I can't see the gap because I'm in pride. But when I get humble, it'll actually shine the light on all of those areas and let them be seen for what they are. And one of the things the Lord said to me early on was basically, Brian, you know, when he started preparing me for ministry, he said, Brian, what I want you to do is I want you to take all of what you think you know and put it on my altar. And if it's a good thing, it'll make it through. Mm It'll come through the fire. But if it's not, it'll get burned up. And you need to be willing to set it on the altar and kill it. And that really helped me. And what is that? That's humility. Mm -hmm. That's taking it through the fire of the word and letting the word break it up. So break up hard ground in in my heart so that I would become fertile again for the Lord's use. And uh, but that meant that I had to take all of it and put it, be willing to put it on the altar. What is that? That's humility. And when you do that, you'll find things that you didn't even know were there. Like I, I have one subject right now, and I pretty much grew up all my life thinking this one doctrine was this way, and it was right. And uh, I had, you know, had the Lord challenge me on it. I laid it on the altar. I said, show me what I need to know. 
And all of a sudden I found out that what I thought was this way was this way the whole time. And it was in the Word and He gave me Scripture to back it up and He helped me go through all of that. But had I not been humble, I would have continued in this trap and it would have tripped me up for the rest of my life. Humility will save you from the traps of the devil. It'll save you. But it'll show you the pitfalls. It'll show you those traps. But you have to be willing to lay it on the line. You have to be willing to look up, look back at yourself and say, you know what? Maybe I don't know what I think I know. Maybe I don't know. What what I've learned since coming here is that what I thought was humility was not humility. Mm. You know, like the church has a definition of what humility is. Um, that I'm starting to realize is doesn't line up with the word. It's yes. kind of more of a passivity, or more of a just yeah. quietness, or more of a oh well, you know, I'll like I'll submit when I when I agree. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. it's this like I'll, I'll humble myself when I choose to humble myself. Yeah. But whenever I disagree, or whenever like whenever the preacher says something I don't agree with, or whatever, yeah. I'm just gonna say, well, I don't really believe that. Uh, we're yeah. basically sticking to where we're at rather than letting humility draw us to, okay, he said something, I don't understand it. Let me, yeah. let, let me grow. It's, yeah. it's an opportunity to grow. I, I, let me, I'll be quiet when I disagree, yeah. you know, or um, I'll be the quiet one in the corner and back down and not speak. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas actually when you disagree with the leadership that God's put you with mm-hmm. and you don't go and address that and ask questions about it, then what you're saying is I know more than they do and literally division just came in. So mm-hmm. it's actually false humility yeah. that causes a wedge, a prideful wedge to be driven into that place. Yeah. And that's how a lot of ministries uh, split mm-hmm. is because of those things that aren't handled. Yeah. And um, whereas true humility actually will say, okay, that was something that crosses what I've thought. Mm-hmm. Now, let me be willing to lay it on the altar mm-hmm. because God put me here. Mm-hmm. You know, this was, he knew what he was doing when he planted me. So I'm here for a reason. I made a statement yesterday that's really been um, sitting on me is that, you know, what do we go to church for to make sure the preacher is right? Or do we go to learn and change? Yeah. You know, um, so... And it's not that you just rubber stamp everything the preacher says. Yeah. No, that's not, that's not humility either. Yeah. You take it to the Word and you let the Word determine that. And so you're willing, let's say you have this issue, let's put it on the altar, but you come to that leader and say, you said this, but I don't know that I've ever thought that before. Can you show me why in the Word this is true mm-hmm. and what I've thought is, you know, I'm laying what I think mm-hmm. on the altar. Yeah. And then if you have a good leader, mm-hmm. what they'll do is, all right, let's jump into the Word. Mm-hmm. Because this is our standard for, for all things. Yeah. And it's, it's alive and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword to divide asunder. Our, our soul and spirit, what your spirit man actually knows to be true if you're born again, and what your soul or your mind, will, and emotions thinks is yeah. true. And, and that helps your leader become a better leader too. Yes, it you does. Know, because bringing those questions up will then help the leader better communicate the yeah. next time they share it. You know, so, um, so bringing those Absolutely. questions helps 
like, again, like, well, one of the things you mentioned was, you know, when someone comes to you like that, you know, um, with a question or, or whatever, like, you're fully willing to lay it on the altar again, yeah. you know, and yeah. it draws you to study it out even more, yeah. maybe from a different angle. And then you, you, you grow, they grow, everyone yeah. grows because... Because humility is on both parts. God is God. Yeah. I don't have to defend him. Yeah. I, God is God. I, he doesn't need my defense. He's my yeah. defender. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that I won't be his mouthpiece. Yeah. I will be his mouthpiece. But I don't have to. What he said can stand on its own. I just need to look at what he said. Yeah. You know? He, he doesn't need my help to defend himself, you know. Uh, he doesn't need my help to defend himself to you. Let's just look at what he said, you know. And so a good look at that also and what you're saying with humility versus false humility is look at Jesus who was quiet in front of his accusers. Yeah. But he also drove the money changers out of the temple. Yeah. That both were acts of humility, mm-hmm. you know. Um, he was asleep on the pillow, and at the same time, he was the one who said, peace be still to the storm, and then looked at his disciples and said, oh, ye of little faith. That yeah. statement was humble. Yeah. That was a humble statement. Why? And because here's what true humility is. Saying and doing is exactly what Jesus did. Saying and doing whatever God, the Father said to do. Yeah. You know, whatever he says or doing whatever he did. Mm-hmm. That's what true humility is. And so when we actually get our words to line up with God's and we do whatever the Father is doing, mm-hmm. now we're in a humble position. And sometimes that's being loud. Sometimes it's being quiet. Sometimes it's not being seen. And sometimes it is. But it's yielding ourselves to the Lord in every area of our lives, whether we feel like it or not. And uh, so true humility is not being quiet or complacent. True humility is being obedient. Mm. That's good. True humility is obedience to the Father, not to me. Mm-hmm. You know, for you, true humility is not necessarily being obedient to me. It's being obedient to what the Father is saying through me. You know, that it's being obedient to that and yielding yourself. And that doesn't mean that I'll always get it right. You may have a question sometime and I'll say, uh, no, no, I don't agree with that. And then we go into the word and we find out you're right. And, and that just happened this year with somebody, you know, um, granted because years of humility will clean up your doctrine. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen often anymore. Mm-hmm. But it does happen. Earlier this year, I was with somebody and they said, I want us to look at this. And uh, I went to look in there and what I found in the Word was exactly what they were thinking, not what I was thinking. I on the spot changed my thinking and, and doctrine. That's humility. Yeah. Why? Because the Word backed it up. And it, I mean, we did an extensive research of the Word. Mm-hmm. And if the Word you know, backs it up, then that's what's true. That's mm-hmm. what's going to bring set us free. Not what I thought before this. And that's what humility does. Humility will keep you out of those traps. That's good. Yeah. So one time I had a, um, I was 
meditating on the authority of the believer and um, was really getting some good places, but I kind of took it a step too far. I went one step too far that wasn't backed by the Word. This was years ago, and I brought it to my pastor, Pastor Gene. And I was telling him about it, and about two minutes in, uh, he said, well, what about this scripture? <laughs> and his, his one scripture that he brought up like blew my doctrine all to pieces, you know. And I was like, praise God I have a pastor. <laughs> because what I realized in that moment was, had I not asked him about it in humility and submitted myself to him and asked him about it, I would have been running with this false doctrine and teaching people this false doctrine, which would have hurt a lot of people. But by humbling myself, I saved myself a lot of pain, and I saved the people a lot of pain because that was a step too far, and I'd gotten over into presumption instead of what did the Word actually say. Uh, But praise God for humility, and praise God for His mercy to help me have the thought I need to bring this to my pastor, and it really saved you know me and a lot of people. That's what humility is supposed to be, because see. If it's, if it's my thing, then I pridefully want to hold on to it. Yeah. If it's like my revelation, ooh, I've I found something, mm-hmm. and I've got a revelation to share with her, then I want to keep it, hold on to it. And I felt that. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't willing to hold on to that feeling. Yeah. Because if it's truly God's revelation, I don't care if it... If it flies or not, it just needs to fly according to that word. In other words, I'm not I'm not emotionally attached to it mm-hmm. because it's not pridefully mine. Yeah. And so I need to be willing to lay it on the altar. And if I've got a problem with my little doctrine getting blown out of the water by the word, mm-hmm. I'm pridefully attached to it. Yeah. And so I have to. You have to always watch that. That's why it's it's always good to be able to take any doctrine you have, lay it on the altar, let the Word of God dissect it, purge it, and what you have left is true, and what you what you don't is an abomination. Yeah. So, Amen. Amen. Humility. Yeah. Cordial chat. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> Amen. Well, we're going to jump in today uh, into a what's abundance. And I just very easily, you know, obviously we sow this, uh, this broadcast into the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but many people want to be a part of it. And many times it's very good for us to actually sow seed, uh, put something on an altar uh, that connects us with the Word and the revelation that we just received. And if that's you today, uh, you can go, you can put it in hashtag donate and the amount in the comments in Facebook, or you can go to givebc.org and sow into the kingdom of God and the good news getting out. Uh, But talking about humility, even in our finances is, are we even humble for God to show us what what He wants us to give? Many times I don't feel like, I know before I got this settled in, in our lives, I, I w- didn't want to check with God because I was afraid He may tell me to give a lot. <laughs> you know? But I've that's... Had those moments. You've had those moments? I have. But that's pride. Mm-hmm. And that's not humility. You know? mm-hmm. Look at it like this too, is if it's not humility, it is pride. And so a lot of times we don't want to say that we're prideful, but the question is, are we 100% humble? 
Because if, if it's not 100% humble, then it is prideful, you see. And that little bit of leaven, you know, leavens the whole lump. And so if I'm not completely 100% humble in what he asked me to give, then I am prideful in those amounts. And I immediately set myself in opposition to God. But when I'm humble in, in my giving and wanting to hear from him, everything changes because I start walking with him and like him mm -hmm. and supernatural can happen. And so in your giving and moving to abundance, learn to put on true humility to the Lord. I'm not saying do what I say to do or buddy thinks you ought to do. Do what God thinks you ought to do mm -hmm. because whatever he tells you is always opportunity for increase. Mm -hmm. Whatever the Lord tells you, and, and this is the way I say it, his absolute love for you, his or omniscient know knowledge and knowing about everything that's going on, his absolute love for you and his knowing of the whole big picture, when he asks you for something, it's always, it demands his love and his knowledge demands that it be opportunity to increase in your life. He's not asking you something flippantly. He's not asking you something that's going to wreck you. He's asking you something that's always going to increase you because he knows what's going on in your life. He knows what, what position you're at in your thinking. He knows what's coming up and he loves you with an absolute love and he wants you to get to the best places ever. But the only way he can do that is if we will be humble to them. And that includes in our giving. So what is the Lord asking you to be a part of and to sow into? Not just your tithe, that's the beginning. It's in your offering that the abundance happens. You can see that clearly in 2 Corinthians 9. So as you give today, we just agree with it. Father, let it be multiplied, pressed down, shaken together, running over in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, Father, for everything that you're doing in these lives. Lord, as you have given them a word today on, on humility, let it be received. And as you've given them a word on what to sow and what to give, Lord, let that seed be pressed down, shaken together, and running over. In Jesus' name, we praise you, we worship you, and we give you all of the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Glory to God. It's so good to see everybody. Thank you for being with us. Tomorrow we're going to have another great broadcast. It's going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. You're going to have to jump in tomorrow to find out what segments we're doing. <laughs> Amen. I forgot. It's <laughs> been a week. Yeah. But, um, but, guys, we have an awesome broadcast for you tomorrow. It's going to be great. We're really excited to be jumping back in. This is going to be a powerful week uh, of mm -hmm. broadcast. So make sure you're, mm -hmm. you're, you join us tomorrow for Lunch Plus at... 11.30. Yes. Yes. At 11.30, it's going to be powerful. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys.